We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed. Football going on right now. We're, we're, we've got a, a, a faction of people that are excited about what's happening over at Audi Field with the D.C. Defenders. Getting rowdy at Audi, as Russell said. I love it. Copyright that, Russell. Don't let somebody else make money off of your idea. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I just need somebody that has more talent than me, that knows how to trademark stuff, copyright stuff, print stuff, and sell it so that we can make money. I'll, I'll give you guys, because I like you guys, your partners that I like, I'll give you guys... Each a 1.8% cut. That's fine, because we'd help promote it. We'd tweet it. Get get your Rowdy at Audi t-shirts. I thought you see see, this is how you I know you're too nice of a guy, at least on the radio. You would have been like you should have been like the hell with you, one point. Well, you're the one who had the idea. We didn't have I the know, idea. But I mean, I'm I it's your show too. Yeah, but I'm not I, look, you're it was your idea. I know. You, 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 but one point eight percent is pretty shady. That's okay. It's a dollar eighty hey, a dollar eighty cents is a soda for me. It's a can of Coke. It, it's it's a revenue stream. It's a revenue stream for Pete without him having to add another job. Um so here's the question that I, I teased and, and then there's a second question behind it, and then we'll get to the calls. The D.C. Defenders crowd, is it the way it is? Electric is how I would describe mm-hmm. it. At least how it plays on TV. And again, I was there in 2020, and it, it, it reminds me of similar. Is it electric because Audi feels just the perfect environment or because it's a D.C. United soccer crazed like right. really juiced up I crowd. think it's different people. I okay. don't think it's the same people. But I think the venue is built in such a way that even half full as it is, maybe a little more than half, right? 60%, maybe thirteen thousand, whatever yeah, it is. It can sound and be a great environment. I just think the stadium was built perfectly. Uh, I think it for something like that. I think it's been out. I, I think it's outstanding. I think it's great for a soccer environment, especially when it's packed uh, there. And I think in this case, I think the venue itself is playing well. Uh, because of the construction of, of of the field. I mean, if they were playing in a cavernous, you know, FedEx field, then there's no way thirteen thousand people, as we well know, right. okay, as right. we well know from seeing thirteen to fifteen thousand at a Commanders game in the past, that just doesn't translate into that that type of environment. I think the quality of this bar, this this barn over here makes it that way. All right, so 
Here's a, a little story that I just picked up before I ask you the other question. Well, Chris has a story to tell. From DraftDiamonds.com. Mm-hmm. XFL Week 3 attendance had a slight increase from Week 2, but the numbers are still low. Well, some some stadiums, right. people, aren't just show, people aren't showing up. The average in Week 3 was a little higher than Week 2, says the story. Thanks to the D.C. defenders, the XFL had an increase in attendance. So Week 1... Uh, Arlington, twelve, a little over 12,000. D.C., 12,438. Houston, 12,748. San Antonio, 24,285. In uh, week two, Houston, and these are first home games for these teams now, 11,765. Orlando, 12,011. Seattle, Lumen Field, 10,386 on a Thursday evening at 6 o'clock. Eesh. Vegas, your point, how awful that, and that th- this was against DC, six thousand. Yeah, I mean twenty three exactly. Yesterday, you want to take a guess what the official attend? We we've been not giving the DC defenders and Audi Field enough credit. You want to take a guess on what the listed attendance was yesterday at DC? Yeah, at Audi Field Sunday afternoon game. Yep, I'll one go, o'clock. I'll go nice weather. fifteen and change. Uh pretty close. Sixteen thousand two hundred and twelve. Yeah. I thought it was lower than that, just based on again the the TV shots that I saw. I was thinking more thirteen thousand, sixteen thousand two twelve. Vegas again, six thousand thirty seven. Yeah, they. I mean, Vegas is a great city. They got to figure out some some sort of way uh, to 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 juice that. Now they did have the NASCAR race yesterday in Vegas as well. Uh, but whatever, Arlington was 12,006. Again, not good enough. Houston, 11,309. So San Antonio has not had a second home game since they had that 24,000. I believe that's in the Alamo Dome. So that'll help overall the average attendance, right? The average attendance for week three in the XFL, 11,391. So DC, 5,000, almost 5,000 above that, okay? The average attendance week two was 10,046. So, again, there's your increase of uh, about 1,300 more people on average. But, again, a lot of that is because of the D.C. home game. But no San Antonio. No San Antonio. It's down from the average of week one, which was San Antonio and Audi Field, of 15,379. So they've gone 15,379 week one, 10,046 week two, back up to 11,391. And I would assume San Antonio is home again, like in week four. So if if they get even somewhat close to the crowd that they got, maybe it's not 24,000, maybe it's 18,000. Look, look, now they've got great TV deals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're seeing the product. People it's, are getting a chance to see the product. Ultimately, again, because it is not the NFL, mm-hmm. how do you get how do you get the Commanders fan, the diehard Commanders fan, to take an interest in this? Um, I saw a couple of Commanders jerseys in the crowd, but that's a great point. It's a great question. Um, the only thing that I would say is you're never going to get you're never going to get the person that only goes to commanders games or nfl or or football games because of because of the stars and because right. exactly. of the high level generally of play although i can make an argument the nfl doesn't I, I mean doesn't always have a high level of play as we talk about with quarterbacks and missed tackles and penalties and bad officiating all the time and, bad and special teams. ultimately the question is is 
you know, is getting twelve to 15,000 people mm-hmm. sustainable for the league? Is it sustainable? Are the receipts good enough? Because you got to remember, the lease in these buildings is probably not cheap. No. Okay? Uh, is that enough, you know, f- with the TV contract and advertising and sponsorship right. to sustain the league long term. I mean, I have no idea what it costs the I mean, XFL keep in mind, to have last a game year, Chris, at Audi Field. Keep I have in no mind, idea. the USFL last year, under faux names right. of cities, right. Philadelphia Stars, right. um, you know, played all their games in Birmingham. Yeah. This year, they're going to have two sites. Yes. Okay. And they're Detroit still. Detroit. Yeah. The Philadelphia right? Stars are still not playing a home game. Right. So. They're playing all their games in Detroit, right? At so, Ford Field, yeah, I believe so it is. So I think. I think somewhere down the line, because one of the same networks that's involved in broadcasting the XFL broadcasts the USFL. This is weird. I I wanted to ask you about this because you care much more about this than I do. Watching that game yesterday, which was on like FXHD, Mm -hmm. but it was an ESPN produced broadcast. Correct. And I've I've noticed that before, but F. FX is owned by Fox, mm-hmm. which owns the USFL, Correct. which is why ESPN completely ignored, like did not cover in any way, shape, or form the USFL at all last year. Not at all. Like they didn't even mention them. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did that happen? I mean, is that just, okay, ESPN well, can produce football, Chris. I know, but, but how is it that you, ES- I mean, ESPN doesn't show you AHL highlights or go-go highlights. No no, 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 I'm saying, like, how does... All right, be, moving moving beyond that, that was not because it was minor league football. I mean, cap, look, how, Again, much, they, how much did ESPN show the NHL outside of the Stanley Cup right, playoffs? But they would acknowledge, they didn't have they would the, acknowledge the NHL. Yeah, they, they, would, would they would show scores. They would they, show some highlights. They would, yes, I they, mean... They would. They, would. They, they didn't own the USFL, and, and their competitors, Fox and NBC, did. Mm-hmm. So they said... We own the XFL, or we're in bed with the XFL. The hell with you. We're not promoting your product. Why would we give that promotional value to a product that we're going to compete with for our eyeballs and attention and money? And they did everything they can to ignore it like the plague. But so, so it's weird when I see an ESPN-produced broadcast. Uh, what's her name? Stormy Bonatempio or whatever her Bonatami. name is. Tommy. Wh- whatever. <laughs> Uh, you know, she's she doing hangs the side- out with Tim Murray in the Mountain Vegas. Yeah, she's doing the sideline interviews. Uh, there was another guy that that w- was doing his thing. I don't know who he was, uh, and it was clearly an ESPN produced broadcast on FXHD. It was weird. Um, so I, may- maybe it's not that weird. I would just I just think between like ABC, ESPN, ESPN, uh, you know, H, um, ESPN two, ESPN News. Or whatever they do nowadays, I don't even know what they do. ESPN, the Ocho. No, that it's they, news. It's news. You one and two. Okay, they they could find a way, you know, on ABC Family, whatever. It's just weird that they did it that way. That's that's one question. The other question that I had, um, in addition, and you answered the DC United one. So I, I mentioned this to you during the break. Sorry, I'm asking so many questions here. Could you see? Let's just call it three years from now. The XFL maintains a steady audience, steady ratings. ESPN stays aboard. Uh, You know, they're averaging, let's just call it 15,000 a game. Could you see a scenario where because it's owned by The Rock and because at that point it would have some stability where 
like what happened with Travis Hunter at Jackson State, which granted is only because of Deion Sanders, where you could get a marquee coach somehow, somewhere, a marquee coach who has the drawing ability to come coach in your league and therefore steal a not a prospect going from high school to college, but a prospect that may be a first-round talent, maybe has a little bit of a checkered background or what have you, where you could steal him away from the NFL draft and where you could get him to play in the XFL. Not a chance. No chance. No chance. If, if the guy is NFL draft eligible, there's no chance because guys in the XFL are making like 60 grand. Right. Even if you even if you bumped it up to a hundred grand, um, and like I would I would not I would not put it past them to be able to take a player that's going from high school to college. Okay. Who now? Granted, if you're going to I don't Alabama, know what the rules are with that. If you're going to Alabama, Georgia, right? Whatever, you're probably making more in NIL if you're a top right. talent. Right. Now that's not to say though that if they're eligible. You know, a guy going from high school to college who wouldn't make the, you know, Bryce Young type mm-hmm. NIL, mm-hmm. but wants to make sixty to seventy grand. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he try to go play for three years against men and pros and prove yourself? Mm-hmm. And then after, because remember, the NFL you got to be three years out, out off of your graduation year, right? Right. Okay? Right. Why not go prove yourself against against men and you know players that have some. Uh, pro experience and make 70, 80 grand if, if you're that good. Right. Uh, for three years. Because you're talking about like the 18, 19 year old kid out of high school that yeah. m- may not, like you said, have the NIL right. set up. Uh, if you're going to get paid right, here's in, the thing. In, in here's college. the thing. If you're being recruited, if like the best offer you have is Toledo, okay, there's no chance you're making 75 grand a year in NIL at Toledo. Right, right, right. Okay. But if I'm eligible to go to the XFL mm-hmm. and make seventy five grand, yeah, instead of the, instead of going to Toledo to make you know hamburger money, yeah, why why wouldn't I consider that if I'm one of those players? I, I mean, okay, I, I'm with now, you now again. Whether whether I mean without looking at the rules to see if if players are eligible to do that, but to me that would be an area where the XFL might be able to get some guys. But even then. The guy that's going to Toledo is nowhere mm-hmm. near the household name as the five-star that's yep. going to Georgia, Alabama that everybody's falling over. You know, uh, just like the quarterback that was going to Florida and they tried to get him $13 million yeah. oh, and all of a sudden he's in NIL Arizona State. Because yeah. exactly. they, they couldn't come up with the money. But the XFL's not paying anybody a million dollars. All right, so so the scenario that so there's I... there's no pre- incentive. There's no incentive for the five-star high school kid to consider the XFL. Right. And, you know, say you've been at... Georgia for two years, and you're really good. You're still not eligible for the NFL draft, but you might be able to get $100,000 out of the XFL and play a year of professional football. But if you're making more than that in NIL, why would you leave Georgia or right. Alabama to go play in the XFL? I mean, right. just so, so the know. scenario I present. So let, let me bounce one last scenario off of you, and then we got pretty big NFL breaking news that we'll get to in just a sec. Love NFL breaking news. So, your guy Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. you were on Brock Purdy, you and Joe yep. on the It's College Football podcast. Thank you, appreciate it. Should well, be available on every platform. 
we should uh, we should play it at uh, at two thirty eight in the morning instead of Polly right here on the team nine eighty. I'm just going to make it programming. Do, do you know any do, do you know any uh, podcast platforms that it should be on? <laughs> uh, I, I I do. I happen to know of a big one. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Odyssey. Yeah, I wish. Uh, okay. Keep knocking on that door. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so so <laughs> so here's my question: A guy like Brock Purdy, who is the last pick in the draft, Mister mm-hmm. Irrelevant. We all know how it worked out in San Francisco. A guy like that who has a somewhat stellar career at Iowa State, right? Is there any chance that he? Say, you know what? Instead of being potentially undrafted and having a son as a street free agent, a college free agent in the NFL with one of 32 teams, you, you know, like they're telling me maybe I'll be a seventh round pick, but maybe not, probably more likely undrafted, what have you. Is there any chance they get that guy, bona fide college starter, not big time, you know, Auburn, I mean, Alabama or whatever? You know, nice program, but not a big-time star. Is there any chance the XFL can get that guy instead of him saying, no, you know what, I'm better off being potentially an undrafted guy at the end of April and signing on with somebody? Chris, if he makes the NFL roster, he's still making close to 500000 as the minimum salary. If he makes the NFL roster. Right, if he makes the but, – but still, there's the, the incentive to make the NFL roster is still much greater because your minimum salary is almost 500000 Right. So so but it's a gamble. You would you you sure. would agree with me on that. Like if you don't get drafted mm-hmm. and then you sign as an undrafted remember, free agent somewhere, you can negotiate drafted, a deal. If he doesn't get drafted, mm-hmm. NFL camp comes before an XFL or USFL camp. Right, but but if you choose to go with the XFL out of say say you graduate college or or you, your college football season ends in late December with a bowl game, right? The XFL season right, starts right, in right, mid-February, right, right, so right, what I'm saying you, sure. is, you say, and I don't know, I I don't know what the rules are right the, now. I'm, the, I'll be honest. If you even remotely think you have a chance to get in an NFL camp, okay. you're going to take the what, NFL. What if camp. you're unsure? I mean, what if you're being honest and you're unsure? Well, and you're like, people are advising you that, like, look, in all likelihood, you're an undrafted free agent. I mean, and and here's here's my question. What I don't know is, can you say, if you know what, like, I'm going to go okay. to the XFL, play the I XFL, see, and still be eligible are, for the draft? If you are, you know, if you, if you are like a Clayton Tune out of Houston, played in our league, uh, really good numbers. Mm-hmm. If you're a Michael Pratt, played at Tulane. Decent numbers, good performance. Tulane, of course, beats USC in the Cotton Bowl. By the way, they're running back Tajay Spears. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe I think he's the second best back in the draft mm-hmm. behind Bijan Robinson because he's a three down back, can do it all, mm-hmm. um, and is an excellent football player. Mm-hmm. But if you are a Michael Pratt, if you're a Clayton Toon, and you know you might be in that, what you're talking about, late third day, undrafted free agent type player. Yeah, I mean, there's there's every reason for you to want to go play uh, to try the XFL because if you put some good stuff on tape, if you put some good stuff on tape in those leagues, there's no question in my mind you get a NFL training camp invite during the summer following the XFL season. No question about it. Okay. I don't know all the different rules and, and whatever. I, I'm just trying to figure out a way for the XFL 
to kind of take that next step up for they, the, they're the they're not going to take that, that next step unless they offer more money to the players. Okay. So that's, that's what Don, so that's, look, the only, Trump, that's the only way that's what can, Donald Trump did with the first right. iteration of the USFL. He made it okay to go try and poach okay. NFL players because remember at that time right. NFL salaries were nowhere yeah. near what they are yeah. now. So offering Brian Sipe and Herschel Walker the kind of money they did back then, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, of course, yeah. Uh, Doug Williams played Doug in Williams, San Antonio sure. yeah. after playing for Tampa. So yeah, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, there's there, unless if the XFL wants to step up and bona fide salary and put the money on the table, that's how you compete for 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 fringe, right? You know, guys or or try to attract a star guy like that. I mean, if you're the XFL and you're offering and yet some millions of dollars to give. Why wouldn't you try mm-hmm. to go get a young quarterback like Lamar Jackson and, and say, hey, you could springboard our league forward into, you know, into something more. Yeah. But that's it's not it, it's not cost effective for the XFL to do that. Yeah. Not at right, all. Right not right now. I mean, maybe if revenues increase, who knows? You but, know? But the question is, say DC defenders sign Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are twenty five thousand people coming out to fill that building if Lamar Jackson's the quarterback? I mean it's if you can get Lamar Jackson. For football in February yeah. and March? Hell yeah, if you can okay. get. I mean, not if you can get the next Lamar Jackson, who nobody knows. But but even who so. Who played at, you know, NIAA whatever. Yeah, sure. But if you can get Lamar Jackson, of course. I mean, I, Tyson Badgett, the Shepherd quarterback, yeah. who, you know, I, threw the ball very well at the combine I mean, this nice week. story. Everybody seems to like his dad. Nobody knows who Tyson Badgett is. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I mean if you can get those like are the an kind established of people, name. Those are the kind of people that the XFL yeah. is going to get. The, the, the person that has any modicum of opportunity to play in the NFL is never unless the – I mean, think about it. Chris, I mean, you're talking about – Quarterbacks right now that are making forty that are in the forty million dollar rent district, but not but not everybody's like that. Is my point. Brock Purdy ain't like that. Yeah, but uh, but like is Brock anybody, Purdy didn't even know if he was going to get is drafted. Anybody, is anybody coming to watch Brock Purdy? No, if I he's know playing that, for the well, DC well, Defenders. No, I, I mean that nobody's uh, going. Oh, they got Brock Purdy. Let's oh, go to the oh, game. I'm not talking about it from a ticket sales perspective. I'm talking about it from a in like if the individual player says, you know what, instead of. Taking my chances on the NFL draft, maybe I'll get drafted, maybe I won't, maybe uh, whatever. I mean, Dustin do I Crum, go with the XFL? Dustin Crum, uh, Mac quarterback, great yeah. Mac quarterback. Okay, he's on practice squad with the Chiefs. Okay, does he's it making benefit, seventy thousand dollars a week? Or does it benefit it him more to be on the practice squad with the Chiefs and now likely be third string or at least compete with Shane Bouchel for the backup job now behind Patrick Mahomes? making potentially minimum a half a million dollars a year or come get your brains beat in in the XFL potentially for $80,000 a year. Again, if if I'm guaranteed the 80,000 and I'm not guaranteed to get drafted to sign with anybody as an undrafted which you're more you know and I don't I don't like you would have to sign a contract and you get like whatever small signing bonus but you don't get as we've talked about, you don't get your practice squad salary. You don't get your roster salary until that 23-week or 24-week window kicks in, which is, I believe, in August. I, I could be wrong on that. I'd have to double-check the rules. There's all sorts of I, – I guess I, I guess what I'm just trying to get at is can a player have options instead of 
oh my God, I didn't get drafted. Oh my God, I was drafted as a seventh rounder when everyone was telling me I would be a third or a fourth rounder and everyone overlooked me for whatever reason. Maybe I had a checkered you know, character pass, whatever the case might be. I don't know. Here's the NFL breaking news and then we have to take a timeout. Then we come back and we'll talk about it and we'll take some calls finally. Derek Carr. Heading to? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. No, no, no. Wow. That's an upset in itself. Dennis Allen and the New Orleans Saints have swooped back in. Of course, his head coach when the Raiders drafted Derek Carr back in 2014 and now reuniting in New Orleans per Mike Garofolo. Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, deal could be done as soon as today. Remember, they tried very hard to trade for him before he was released, so New Orleans was always in this mix. They just couldn't work it out. He wanted to meet with the Jets. He wanted to meet with, uh, I think it was Atlanta or Carolina. Carolina, Carolina, but he wanted to meet with anybody that was willing to throw some money at him. And then he decided to go with the guy he knew in Dennis Allen and the the, uh, New Orleans Saints. So, uh, no uh, no, Jameis Winston back in New Orleans this year. Not that anybody should be surprised by that. Uh, no Taysom Hill at quarterback. Not that he ever was a quarterback, and anybody that thought he was was silly. Derek Carr going to be the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. The impact on that coming up in moments. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10. We're halfway through already on Monday's show right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Derek Carr likely to wrap it up with the Saints. Keep in mind that's a wide open division. This is a division altering move in my mind. First blow in the offseason to the Saints. But here's the here's the the interesting thing to me. Contract structure is going to mean everything here because the Saints are like nine gazillion dollars over the cap. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are they getting cap compliant at? bringing in a guy like Derek Carr. But, Chris, at least on the surface, having him right now in the fold, Mm -hmm. he's the best quarterback in the division by nine miles. Yep. So, uh, just to back you up, according to OverTheCap.com, and, again, this is not exact, okay? This is just reported contract figures. The NFLPA, the NFL Management Council has the exact numbers. They are not available for public release. The NFLPA 
does put their numbers up, but the NFLPA doesn't have the final numbers. Okay, so just so you know, to Pete's point, the Saints' third worst cap situation in the NFL entering the league year as of right now, 18 million, uh, almost 18.2 million over the cap uh, in terms of the um, regular cap space, over 21.3 million in effective cap space, which is like the 51 man roster thing. I know it's really weird and confusing. Only the Chargers um, and the Buccaneers are worse in terms of cap space that they don't have. Okay. The Bills are one slot above. So I have no idea how exactly they're going to figure it out. We're not doing WWL right now. So we're not going to like break down every position on their roster. Here's what we know to your second point. And this was exactly the point I made on Twitter during the break. They're the odds on favorite in that division because nobody else has anything at quarterback. Nobody. I mean, look, he's got what an attractive situation though. Now the jets would have been an attractive situation. Both teams have great defenses. Both teams have young stars at wide receiver. He gets Olave here now uh, to, to work with. Uh, with the Saints. So, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense for New Orleans and Derek Carr both because I believe he he can thrive in, in this situation uh, with a young you know receiver like Alave and uh, somebody that this team certainly needs. I mean, Michael Thomas is not going to be back. Right? He's it. missed like Doubt the last it. two and a half years, right? But in terms of how does this affect the commanders indirectly, mm-hmm. it's likely now. That one or both, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton become available on the free agent market. Mm-hmm. You're looking for an experienced yes. backup, yes, you are, or i.e. someone to nudge. Well, Dalton's Sam a f- Howe, free agent. Jameis is under contract right now, but he'll be cut. Likely be cut. So, so now you're talking about needing someone to nudge, yep, nurture, mm-hmm. compete, yep, push. Yep. Sam Howell. Yes. Multiple candidates. Two options right there. Multiple candidates coming off of that roster right now. Here's the Saints situation. What did, what did we say? About, you know, roughly $19 million over the cap, mm-hmm. right? Is that what we said? Uh, Cameron Jordan, and this is just this year's cap figures. Cam Jordan, obviously, you're not touching him. He makes, tw- or he counts 25.7 against the cap. Marshawn Lattimore, one of the best corners in the game, counts 22.4. Against Cap. I don't think you're touching him. Now, maybe you can restructure, reorganize, whatever. Andrus Pete, offensive tackle, counts 18.3 million. But remember, they let um, Taron Armstead go last year, right? I mean, you got to have tackles. Got to have Pete. Right. 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 And they have Ryan Ramchick on the other side, whatever. You're going to have to, you're going to have to hope that a couple of guys are amenable to restructures. Okay, so they did massive restructures last year, which is why some of these numbers are so overinflated because I think Jordan and Lattimore were And there's in only that mix. so many times. Can't you only restructure one time during or can you can you do multiple restructures I during the tenure of a contract? I don't know the exact rules. I don't know the exact rules. But here's how they're gonna make up some of the money. We just mentioned Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is not a free agent. His base salary is twelve point eight million. His cap number is fifteen point six. By cutting him before June first, which they almost surely will, they would save eleven point two million dollars. So right there, 
Okay, eleven point two million dollars worth of space. Michael Thomas, his base salary is only one point one six five. His prorated bonus is eleven point nine nine three. It is actually more prohibitive for them to cut Michael Thomas than it is to keep him. Meaning, it would cost them way more money to cut Michael Thomas than to keep him. So I don't know if the cut is coming there. Jameis Winston, it's almost impossible to see. If we're if we're all in agreement that they wouldn't cut Cameron Jordan, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore, Andrus Pete, now the other question is, what do they do with Alvin Kamara? Uber talent counts 16.03 under the cap. They would save... under the cap by cutting him June 1st. And you say, Chris, what the hell are you talking about? This is a guy who was caught on video. Well, I mean, Amy Dash and I talked about that Friday. I mean, there's... Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, there's... there's, This is a legitimate... Because of the rules, because of the the law in Las Vegas, that if this video... uh, His... Right now, his only hope to avoid something mildly significant here is for his his attorneys to be able to prove self-defense. If he can prove self-defense, he can get off the hook. But it certainly appears on video if, A, they're the in- his side is the instigator, and he delivers the first blow, mm-hmm. which... Seems to be which, the case, right? Which really hurts your chance to prove self-defense. Mm-hmm. But again, all you got to do is get a couple of jurors to, you know... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have any doubt, and you can get that. But that's the challenge now based on the laws in Las Vegas, which are very strict on this type of stuff, because as Amy pointed out very accurately, Las Vegas depends nearly 100% on tourism. Las Vegas has to have an environment as being a safe place to go, and that's why they have such strict laws on this type of stuff, because they want people to feel like Las Vegas is a very safe place for you to come and spend your money mm-hmm. at your recreational money and, and and have a good time. And you've got a situation where based on that video, that might be hard. That might be hard because they've tried. Apparently they've tried to um get that video talk about a out. plea. Yeah. Apparently they've talked about a plea behind the scenes and apparently there isn't one being offered. Okay. So I don't know enough about the legal situation. Go back and listen to Pete and Amy on uh, the podcast on Friday. Russell and Medhurst, the T980.com. Maddie's got it covered uh, for you up there. But here's here's my question to you. If Alvin Kamara, who, again, counts for just over $16 million on the cap, plays a position of diminishing returns, has had some injuries, okay, and is now facing a assault trial facing an assault trial and almost surely regardless of the outcome of the trial almost surely a a long suspension from the nfl i'd cut his ass tomorrow i'd cut his ass tomorrow if i can save 15.3 million dollars under my cap again he counts would you do it i know he's a great talent but would you do it only i mean if I'm Mickey Loomis, yeah. I talk to Roger Goodell, and I say, hey, 
What kind of discipline is my guy facing here, if any, based on this? Well, let me let me ask. And I you. get the indication that it's six to eight games. All right, let me ask you: Do you need to talk to Roger Goodell to kind of guess what we're looking at here? Like uh, Pete Medhurst, Commissioner Pete, based on Deshaun Watson. Now it's not the same situation, but Deshaun Watson got what a twelve. Uh, was it a 12 11 game games. 11 game suspension. I, the normal baseline need, is six. I need to confirm. If I can confirm off the record behind the scenes that my guy's looking at possibly six games, if I'm not going to have him for six games, then yeah, I probably I probably have to make the move to 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 ax him at this point. Wouldn't you have to assume that he's facing six games? Well, I'm and- sure I'm sure I I'm sure Roger can give me that. Yeah, maybe. That information. Maybe Roger doesn't have all the information. If he I needs. don't have, if I think I'm going to have Kamara for the whole season, then I keep him. If I can, if I can't make the the cap numbers work some other way, I guess it would depend on when that trial is, right? Which it seems like it's it's moving faster now this off season. Well, I was going to say it couldn't have moved any slower, right? <laughs> Than it did at the start of this thing. So but. I mean, there's a decent chance. I don't know. I don't know enough about the the Nevada legal system but i'm guessing there's a decent chance that this trial could be heard before september i think it puts i think it presents the saints with a just a in terrible they hamstrings them terribly of course it does but right i cut now. his ass today I, I i don't even know if i'd have to go to roger Goodell. now I, i'm more hardcore than you no but you know what but I i'd do? cut his ass tomorrow i gotta i gotta see what draft picks the saints have but I would draft the in-state guy, Tajay Spears, to don't replace have, him. I think they have two first round. Okay, picks? if that's the case, the, the Eagles don't have one of theirs. Well, the oh no, no, that's right. That you know, but but didn't they pick up an, another first round pick in a, in another deal or something like that? I'll pick I, I'd up. have to double check that. I'll pick, the Eagles do I, have their first round pick. You're right. I could definitely, I could definitely, re- not necessarily replace him immediately with the skills of a Tajay Spears because. Uh, you know, Kamara just has oh, he's elite when he's healthy. He's you know elite level play, yeah. but I can get running back production yeah. with a guy like Ty J Spears. I would certainly have to uh, consider him uh, in my in my mind if I'm going to cut a guy like Alvin Kamara. You're going to have to look. The Saints are going to have to. And, and Andrew Brandt I, I, again. I brought met, mentioned this on Friday. Andrew Brandt last week on his podcast said it, this is a misnomer about not being able to. Build your roster if you pay your quarterback. But what you have to do is it puts pressure on you to scout and draft mm-hmm. correctly mm-hmm. and hit on key guys in that and, you know, with what you can fill mm-hmm. in around on free agency. Mm-hmm. But you must draft well mm-hmm. and fill in correctly. You you can't make mistakes, basically. Right. You can't make mistakes on bad contracts or bad character. And as it turns out, right now, the Saints made a terrible, terrible decision to pay Alvin Kamara. I mean, it was the right football decision, it, but it turned out to be yeah. But you don't know the, the bad guy, business. Chris, decision. you don't know the guy's going to get I know. in a fight. Uh, of course, you don't know the guy's going to get in a fight in that. Las Vegas. And I understand that. But but I mean, Saints I, pick I, at twenty nine, so that would okay. that would be. Oh, they had the two first round picks last year. Yeah. That's what it was. They pick at twenty nine, so that would be. I mean, look. Is that a bit of a reach at 29 for Ty J. Spears? I think you could yeah. probably get him second day. Oh, yeah. I think because so. I think B. Jan Robinson, I, I think some are going to like Gibbs enough to look at him late first round. But like I said, I love the Spears production. And if I'm the Saints, that's a that's definitely an area uh, that, that I look in. So. 
301-230-0980. Combine stars over the weekend. Those who did things to back up their tape and now a big, 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 big combine performance that doesn't have too much tape to back it up. Big. We'll we'll talk about that. It's really big. B-I-G. 301-230-0980. Here's Russell with What's Trending. All right, as we've been chirping about the last 20 minutes or so, indeed, Derek Carr set to sign with the New Orleans Saints after considering the New York Jets, the Carolina Panthers, and perhaps others. The former uh, Raiders quarterback, of course, was drafted by the Raiders when now current Saints head coach Dennis Allen was the Raiders head coach. No word on contract figures yet, and again, it is not official, but all reports indicate uh, that he is going to be a New Orleans Saint by the end of the day. Who does that make available at quarterback that was with the Saints? We touched on that. Hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980. Meanwhile, we told you about this an hour ago. Eric Kendricks, Vikings uh, leading linebacker, leading tackler, I should say, and linebacker. He spent all eight years with the Vikings, had 137 tackles to lead the team in all 17 games, 100 tackles or more in seven consecutive seasons as a pro bowler, a team captain, Walter Payton Man of the Year. And he's now leaving the Minnesota Vikings because they're going to save about $9.5 million uh, on the cap, and they were already over uh, that cap figure. Meanwhile, the Capitals looking for three in a row. They'll try and do it late night tonight on 106.7 The Fan against the Los Angeles Kings. 10.30 the puck drop, 10.15 the coverage uh, on, again, 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. Who's going to be the rolling stone out of this NFL draft? I tell you now, between now and April 27th, NFL general managers, scouts, personnel departments are going to go over every single freaking play that Anthony Richardson had during the season. The Utah tape is elite. Okay? The Utah tape is elite. However, there weren't many other games that looked like the Utah tape. Now, I will put part of that on Billy Napier because if you go back and look at Billy Napier, do a deeper dive with his quarterbacks at Louisiana, there was a lot of... 8 for 17 with, I think it was Levi Lewis was his last one at Louisiana. Undersized guy, nowhere near the physical attributes of a uh, of an Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson going from Dan Mullins quarterback mm-hmm. enhanced friendly system to a new system with Billy Napier last year again was one of the reasons why a lot of people thought Anthony Richardson should go back to college for another year this year because the tape did not really glorify him in a good way outside of the Utah game. But I think part of that is because of the coaching change and the system they had there at Florida this year. 
So wait, it's almost like you're saying learning a new system while still learning how to play quarterback at the collegiate level in the SEC is tough. It, yes, it is. Now, it's almost like you're saying that. Now, to that point, he played against elite competition. There's no doubt about that. Played against Correct. elite competition. Well, that, even even, that, the, even the Utah game that he that's shredded. What I, mean. That Utah, I mean, that's a good look, team. Look, if you if you are convinced mm-hmm. that he can be the player he was in the Utah game, mm-hmm. Chris, I'm telling you, you might take him ahead of Young, Stroud, and Levis. If you think he can be that guy. Okay. The, but listen. Uh, I don't know as much about Anthony Richardson as you do and as much as the scouts do. If you took him over C.J. Stroud, if you took him over uh, Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. Bryce Young, who measured a little over 5'10", by the way. Right. You would get slaughtered. You would definitely be taking a gigantic gamble. But, Chris, his physical – look, here's the thing. Everybody made a big deal about his high jump, you know, it was standing everything, right? broad, whatever. But he's a quarterback. When yeah. is he's not going out for passes? He's not a wide receiver. Right. He's not going to be mean, jumping. He's not going to be jumping in the air to catch passes. Well, I mean, theoretically, like that could come into play as a quarterback if he's like running in space, which is, of course is well, a big part I mean, of his it, game. It also, and if he leaps over a defender, it, right? It, it also points to his explosiveness. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we know he's an explosive athlete. Right. That just reconfirms that. So the tape. The, the combine backs up the Utah tape. Mm-hmm. But how do you evaluate the other nine or ten games he played last year? I, I don't know enough of, about how NFL teams are going to do that other than to say, look. You know how they think, Chris. Well, well here, every NFL team thinks, oh, we could take that yes. guy and turn him into Lamar Jackson. No, no, or, no. And I'm saying in terms of how they're going to ultimately grade mm-hmm. out the tape. Because you could make arguments, again, new system, you know, raw, bad mechanics, bad footwork. I've seen it all. I've heard it all, whatever. But you, like you said, NFL teams, and it's going to be more than one, are going to be so tantalized by the Cam Newton size, athleticism, size, howitzer of an arm, better thrower. upside. I agree with the sentiments that he's a better thrower now than Newton was coming okay. out. So if you think that and Cam Newton was the number one overall pick, mm-hmm. to your point, Maybe there's some renegade team out there that says, I have the answer. I don't that think you there's don't. a renegade team. I think there's multiple teams right now that would take him ahead are, of the other I think team? there is a I think there are multiple teams right now that are sitting there going over every freaking play he played last year. Especially the ones that don't execute a trade with the Bears mm-hmm. to get to the number one spot. I think there are teams right now that are going, ooh. Like, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I would take Anthony Richardson over Will Levis right now. Oh, absolutely. i take Anthony Richardson ahead of Will Levis. Absolutely. That's not to say Will Levis and hit, dude, Will Levis was telling everyone that would listen this weekend, I'm a great quarterback. I'm gonna throw at the I'm gonna throw at the combine because I have a cannon and I want to show it off. Well, I love he, the confidence. Does. He have he has the size I love and the, the confidence, cannon. but both players have issues with their tape that if you're evaluating just the tape, you're going to go, oh, man, that, that makes me a little nervous. 
Makes me a little squirmish. But then I got a guy that comes in and looks like freaking, you know, somewhere a mix between Hulk. Carl Lewis and Tony Atlas right. playing quarterback. All right. I'm all in. Here's here here's the question, and I want you to answer it on the other side. Is there any chance? You just said the Chicago Bears team. Is there any chance Anthony Richardson vaulted himself not just ahead of C.J. Stroud and Brian and Bryce Young, but to whoever jumps up to that number one spot? Is there a chance? What is the? I, let, let's put it this way: What is the percentage chance in your eyes? What is the percentage chance, and what team is desperate enough to do that? Because I have a couple of teams that are absolutely desperate enough to potentially do that. All right, 301-230-0980+. We'll start taking your calls on the events of the weekend and the combine. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst. It's a Monday morning, two hours already. Down, man, this is a sprint this morning right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.